welcome to the Youth Development Professionals Guidebook. I'm your host, Michael Garcia. And I'm your co-host, Al Ferreira. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. During this time, Al and I have decided to address COVID-19 and see what all the amazing youth workers in our community are doing. So please check in to see how the helpers are helping. Thanks again for joining us. We're very excited to have Albert Lobo here. Albert, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks for having me on board. I am pretty excited about being part of this uh, Youth Development Professional Guidebook podcast. Being among uh, mentors that have helped at um, American Camps Association or uh, leaders at the YMCA, for me, it's uh, pretty excited as an outdoor educator. And yeah, thanks for that. As uh, Michael said, said i'm albert i work as an outdoor educator and a linguistic immersion programs coordinator during summer i coordinate um water sports and english camp in the east coast coast of spain and uh, close to alicante and during the year i work as an outdoor educator specialized in uh, language learning and um, also i work as a linguistic immersion uh, programs coordinator as i said I lived and worked in different countries and cities, and uh, that helped me to grow a lot professionally, personally, and in terms of uh, language learning. I worked in and lived in New York, in the States, in Paris, in France, in Ireland, uh, Malta, and yes, that's why I'm very keen also in uh, educational tourism. And uh, every now and then I try to collaborate with uh, educational tourism companies. Last one, my last experience was in Canada in September, October. I worked there as a student counselor, chaperoner, and I really enjoyed the, the experience. And I'm currently working at uh, the Harama International Educational Center, Tayel Harama, which is an educational center. We execute an alternative education methodology that complements formal education. Kids and families from all over the world come to our center and join workshops and activities related to the process of, processes of nature, or as I said, to, to learn languages. It's um maybe one of the best camps in spain if i might say that uh, the gemstone of the camp might be the the staff we we are 40 people working year around uh, it's maybe the best paid in this uh, sector we the best trained team we get trained every year in different aspects like cpr or um, prevention of occupational hazards and the average of uh, permanence in the company is like 10 years and we we have um, we have a pedagogical line based on positive discipline which is uh, is an education model that says that kids are not good or not bad uh, there are only good or bad uh, behaviors and there's something that draws my attention about this educational line which is that when a kid misbehaves, is trying to tell you something, is uh, sending you a message that you need to, as educator, you need to decode. Yes, yeah, so we work on an emotional intelligence, self-regulation skills, 
yes, that's the, and me as a coordinator, as an educator, for me, the, the most important thing is to, when we are trying to teach kids something to create an ambience of uh, cooperation instead of, instead of competition, because when kids see, us, uh, see the others as peers, not as uh, potential rivals, the, the learning can be exponentially growing, if I may say that. That's kind of uh, what I wanted to say about myself and the place I work, so you can have a bit of my background there. That's great. No, thank you for saying that. I love there are no good or bad kids. There's only good or bad behaviors. And and one of the things that you also said there was that um, it's our job to decode that. And I think that's really important. It, you know, sometimes the behaviors of children and, and even adults are pressed upon them as that's who they are and not what they did. And I think that that was great. That was, you, you're doing a lot over there, over in Spain. Talk to us a little bit about I heard something I hadn't heard before, educational tourism. What, what is that? Like, talk to me a little bit about what that is. So educational tourism is when you go to another country, you go abroad for a shorter period than a year or a year maximum in order to learn a skill, to learn a language, to get trained in something, to do your school year if you are in high school, for example. I'm very keen on that because that helped me a lot in my life, like as I said, professionally, personally, uh, in terms of uh, language learning. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm, uh, I'm, I am I get very excited about those programs and that's why I collaborated with this uh, company. The last one, this, uh, this experience I told you before in Canada was with uh, Red Leaf, which is an international educational tourism company uh, specialized in Canada. They have uh, headquarters in Spain, in Japan, I think Mexico. That's fantastic. Uh, my daughter was involved in an uh, 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 educational tourism program when she was in college. She got to um, go to Scotland and she's studied in the oldest library in Scotland. She's, wow. she's actually right now completing her master's in library science uh, and will be graduating next month. I, uh, you have so many layers of what you are doing that are just phenomenal in uh, so many different things. Linguistic immersion and educational tourism and just the alternative education programs and nature and all that sort of thing. You know, so as, as the world evolves and changes in this crisis, what are you doing right now? What is your organization that you're working with completing right now that's different from what they were doing, say, three months ago? Well, right now, we're trying to survive. Well, that looks like uh, frightening sometimes, but exciting, I could say, if I want to see the silver lining there, because uh, we've been doing very well. Like, things are have been great and right now we are just frozen we are trying to get ready try to harvest the good of this situation we are um, apart from this uh, non-activity we are trying to send a message out there of positivity of uh, of help we're trying to help our families our, our community by making videos sharing uh, reflections pieces of advice workshops little recipes recipes, uh, healthy recipes to, to, to try to all survive this situation uh, and 
get stronger and, as I said, har harvest the good of, of, of this situation. Are the families uh, responding positively to what you're doing? Well, yeah, we, 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 we're receiving some beautiful messages from what we're doing. And uh, we're mostly using uh, Facebook or Instagram to share this uh, message i was talking about before and uh, we've received some beautiful messages like this is helping me like i'm i'm i can't wait for the next video tell us more about that that's also beautiful right because you got this feedback and yeah helps you so clearly you're doing things that you've never done before in order to serve the families and the organization that you're working with what have you learned about yourself that you didn't expect i'm improving i think my listening skills especially with my wife at home because uh, 24 7 saving the same space like is challenging that's a uh, personally wise <laughs> and um, acceptance i mean i remember last week we were i was coordinating a linguistic immersion programs in a little village out of madrid in the middle of the mountains and there was this increasing fear we all the staff were connected to the news they were up updating uh, new measures the government was implementing and the principal of the center we were working with he just decided all right, I'm taking the kids home. They had uh, 40 kids in the camp I was. They had 180 kids in Portugal, another 80 in Andorra. And he didn't want to take those kids home because they were having fun. It was their most exciting experience of the year, right? And But in the end, he made the decision. And I had to tell the kids, like, this is not our call. We cannot change this, so we are living. This situation is happening. They didn't know, but we, we, we were getting updated every hour almost. We had to tell them. So I, I told them, uh, we can waste our energy in complaining or asking why, why this is not fair, or we just can accept it and go over it. There's a quote of German contemporary author that says, whatever you accept completely, you go beyond. If you fight it, you, you get stuck with it. So I told them that let's not waste energy in this and let's enjoy the rest of uh, the hours we have here all together. And it was a pretty cool experience. Uh, I, I remember with special uh, emotion and yeah, I, I really, really like that. That uh, immersion week and that lesson, I, we need to accept it. Like there's no, there's no other way. I hear you, Albert. The the crucial conversations that we're having on a daily basis is important, especially when we're we're working with children and peers and adults, you know, and being very cautious of presenting the facts of what we know at that moment. Again, here, the facts change in 20 minutes at times, right? And so having that conversation with, with the children in your care to say, I know this is the best right now, but we need to make this decision. How did the kids step up to accept and hear what you were saying? But how did the conversation go over with them? Well, at the beginning, they, they are, I don't know, sometimes they whinge about it, right? Mm -hmm. So they, they complain, but when 
when they saw me like or us because I, I i was with their teachers because we work with uh, schools right with during these programs they just said all right they complain a few times but then they 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 saw it like this it is what it is like there's no other way there's no argument here there's nothing yeah. to talk about. It's, it's, it's just a, a firm decision. It's- I hope, and I, I have so much faith in children and their, their understanding and processing of these things that they just understood. You can understand something and not like it. You just accept it. And so that's it. So Albert, this is a great time. We're going to take a little commercial break right now, and we'll be right back in a minute. If you're interested in having your voice heard on this podcast, Go to youthdevelopmentpro.com and send us an email. Welcome back. We're here with Albert Lobo. Albert, through everything and, and all the pressures, and we've been talking a lot about work, let's talk a little bit about you personally. So how are you staying grounded and how are you, you managing this crisis personally? I try to do what I have been doing before this situation started, so... When I wake up, I take time for myself. Like I do some exercise, some breathing exercises, a kind of meditation, some stretching. And then I try not to look at the news or get updated too early in the morning. I just uh, have my breakfast and then uh, I I start the day. And uh, well, I try to keep healthy, keep uh, physically active and positive. So you find yourself being intentional about all that. That's that's how you're maintaining your schedule. Exactly. I I, I need to I need to take care, especially these days, and and these uh, mood boosting activities or or this uh, keeping focused uh, schedule because um, it's 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 a tough moment, right? It's a, it's also a good opportunity to find yourself. And to get to know yourself, uh, especially with your, if you're with family at home, I'm, I'm with my wife and uh, we are like mirrors, right? She, she gives me back what I need to learn about myself and I have a great opportunity. After this situation, we might break up or get much better as a couple, right? So I'm trying to go with the second one. Yeah. Let's let, let's hope that that's the the the, the case. Is is yeah. there something that you're doing now uh, that you weren't doing before that you see that you'll continue to do in the future? Yes, I'm doing something. I, I'm um, I have a tool which is uh, I I write down before going to bed five positive things that happened to me or five things that made me feel good during the day. I try not to repeat so. I cannot be grateful every day about having a family that loves me or everything that I need to survive. So I end, I ended up finding little things that helped me, like a conversation or, uh, I don't know, uh, a sunset through the window, little things that made, made my day. That's great. I'm going to push a little bit. Do you remember, what did you write last night? What's one of the, one or two of the things that you wrote down last night? Well, last night I was grateful about uh, having a good conversation with my mother that I could go and uh, to groceries. 
I had a beautiful moment with my wife reading a book in the in the living room, and the other two either I don't remember or I cannot share them. <laughs> that's that's not a problem that's at fair. all. What are you reading uh, that's inspiring you, or who are you listening to that uh, leads to those gratitude moments? I'm reading a book that is called The Keys in the Dreams, and it tells you about how we have uh, emotional wounds that we haven't healed and uh, those come in the shape of a dream and how you can learn about your dreams that's in spanish so but there is a pretty cool book in english uh, that is called the power of now by eckhart tolle is I don't know if you guys know him. That was your uh, quote from earlier, was uh, whatever you accept completely, you go beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And uh, his, his books uh, are very calming, very reassuring, and uh, helps you to accept, to understand, to breathe, and uh, enjoy the moment because it's the only thing that exists, as he says, right? So those are the, and there's another, is, he, he says, he's an international guru, but he's a Spanish also. His name is Borja Vilaseca, and he says interesting things too. But in an English speaker, I would recommend Eckhart Tolle and his book, The Power of Now. Uh, you were, you've been working with a, a wide range of people in, uh, gosh, you talked about Canada and Malta and Ireland and uh, New York and Spain, uh, so many different places. How are you staying connected with those people, or, and and are or are you staying connected with the the group that you've been working with? Even most recently, the uh, the the school that you were talking about, where uh, you know the the principal effectively closed down the program a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm not the responsible of communications in my company, so with the the principal of that school. I, we just had some conversation by the phone, but with uh, nowadays is the social media are the means of communication, like the, the most used, I guess. So Instagram, Facebook, um, you get messages of teachers of other linguistic immersion weeks saying, "Oh, great, Albert! Thanks for sharing that piece of advice. That's uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna try that. I'm definitely gonna try it." Social media are the must-use means of communication. Tell me what you've learned about yourself over this past two or three weeks. I guess I'm learning to be introspective. This is a good moment to to go introspective. And it's the first time in a long while that I'm not in a rust at all. Before this situation started, I used to... Told myself I don't have time to to bear with my girl, with my wife at home, or I don't have uh, time for things that are important to me, like hiking or resting. So right now I'm trying to focus on the positive aspects of this situation. As I was saying before, harvest the good. I'm uh, today I started an online course and trying to get the. The, the positive of all of this. What online course did you sign up for? It's um, mentoring online on, or teacher, online teaching, sorry. Online teaching, that would be the, the okay. correct. Uh, Teachers, mentors, I really think that's an interchangeable word. It really should be if it's not. I'd like you to take a moment to 
think about six months from now. I want to want you to imagine yourself six months from today, and we've gotten past the uh, the the crisis mode that we've all been in and managing day by day. Is there something that Albert from six months from now would say to Albert today that is kind of a takeaway from what you've experienced? Well. I don't want to sound very sophist or Greek thinker, but <laughs> I would go again with uh, harvest the good. I'm, um, I'm focused on the present and uh, I'm trying to find gains in uh, ways like uh, before I couldn't find. What I mean is like in the Western world, we are, or in Western culture, we are used to get things in exchange for what we do. And right now I'm doing a lot of things just because of the uh, different gain I find in doing it. For example, help, helping people or finding, finding meaning in, in what I'm doing, right? Also less fearful as I thought and uh, about, I don't know, about even, and about even death right now because it's a it's a crucial time of my life a, a valley and uh, where i'm trying to teachings and lessons and but yeah my six six months ahead albert from now would say harvest the good focus on the present enjoy the present breathe and keep going that's fantastic. I, I talk about that Western culture key point that you made there all the time. We, we tend to live in a transactional society. And uh, one of the things I've learned and really gained so much from in my camp experience is that I've moved away from that transactional society to that transformational uh, society where it's like I want to help people transform themselves through the service that, that, that uh, we provide versus here's something that we're exchanging. So I, I think that's a great lesson to walk away from. Uh, so I, I really yeah, do you, appreciate that. You get something that is not material, but it's really important in the end, right? Like you're helping somebody, you're, you're, you're getting something in exchange, of course, but it's not material. And it's, sometimes you cannot even put it into words. Thank you for that. Albert, we're kind of headed at the end of this is tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Albert Low Hyphen Education. Uh, it's an educational profile. I post things about outdoor education, language learning, educational tourism, workshops, um, ideas worth spreading, and stuff like that. And uh, also, if the, if you want to know about the programs and the company I work with is www.ceilejaram.com, theilharama.com. We have also uh, volunteering programs from uh, English native speakers that come to enjoy camps for free and help other kids to improve their English speaking skills. And there are a bunch of uh, interesting uh, programs and uh, activities and camps that you can 
check out there. That sounds so great. And we'll put a link to that website and maybe uh, Albert will get your Instagram tag and put it in the, the note comments so people can get a hold of you if you're okay. Of course. Great. And uh, thanks so much again, Albert, for joining. Al and Albert, I've been working on hard to get those separated. We'll take a commercial break and we'll be right back. Thanks to our friends at Expert Online Trading for supporting the Youth Development Professional Guidebook podcast. Al, you used Expert Online Training at your summer camp. I did, actually. I used them for several seasons at the last camp that I was the executive director. When we were trying to decide the items that we would present during our staff orientation week, there were so many things that we left out. And when Expert Online Training came along, it was like, oh, we can do this ahead of camp. And then people come in and they're already prepared. We even added on to our our support staff, our directing team components so that we'd all be on the same page prior to doing our support staff training as well. It just really made a huge difference. And Expert Online Training has some great folks who present uh, the kind of people that you'd want to see at conferences or that you do make time to see at the different conferences throughout the year. So if you're interested in looking for the highest quality online training for your youth programs, go to expertonlinetraining.com and check them out. Thanks again for all their support. Welcome back. That was a great conversation with Albert. Now go to our Al. Al, what'd you learn today? Wow, I got so much from Albert. I love that he is really embracing uh, this uh, time to look within. Uh, You know, he uses that Eckhart Tolle quote, and uh, if if you've not read The Power of Now or Awakening to Life's Purpose, those are all great books that uh, are that uh, introspective look and, and that journey. And he is really, really uh, doing an awesome job with all the different challenges that life is presenting right now. He said it multiple times, you know, harvest the good in this situation. And I think that's my number one takeaway is that he is looking at this as to how does he pivot? How does he transform and change to, uh, to look at the good and learn from uh, this experience? As we're taking notes and listening to this podcast, I, I have a full page of just amazing quotes and information I wanted to dig more into. I wish we I wish we had some more time. My takeaway is, and I think I said it a little earlier, but I'm going to say it again. I love that he said, when talking about children and their behaviors, that there are no good or bad children. There's only good or bad behaviors. So that we need to decode what those bad behaviors were and how we can mitigate them moving forward. So I hope you all enjoyed our time with Albert. Al and Michael, please come back, listen to us when you are picking out your favorite podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye-bye.